0: This episode of the Council of the Wise Developers We'll discuss the ethical obligations of software developers in relation to their employers Then we'll play a game. Given a snippet of text, is it from a tech dick, shady science, or Nazis? I'm Johnny McCode, Speaker of the Council. I may sound a little different this episode. I modified a webpack config file, then spent two hours shouting at the screen. welcome everyone
1: to this episode of the council wise developers i'm johnny mccode speaker of the council and i've got the council uh gathered here we even have a new member first let's introduce our new member julia can you introduce yourself
2: hi guys i'm julia i'm addicted to potatoes
1: welcome to the council julia hopefully you'll get some delicious starch before the end of this we also have with us returning favorite gil bates gil can you introduce yourself
3: Hi, I'm Gil Bates, and I freaking hate potatoes.
1: This is going to get awkward. Blockchain, welcome back. Can you introduce yourself?
4: Uh, Yes, I don't know if you guys have heard, but Eric Adams is taking his first three checks in Bitcoin. Thank you very much. Eric M. F. Adams, everybody. That is all the introduction I need.
1: You're damn right. And of course, as always, Morgan...
5: Hello, I'm Morgan. Unfortunately, that was the first of the four horsemen I came back to observe.
1: Rough. And maybe it'll only get rougher, because we're going to talk about some weighty stuff this week. We've solved a lot of problems for the tech community, and today we're going to tackle a big one. Perhaps you've noticed the tech lash that's been occurring some VCs are very upset about the negative coverage of tech, particularly the big fan companies in the press. But that said, there are, seems like uh, the last few weeks there's been a whistleblower every day against a certain company that has a new name now. And if you were really paying attention, there's <clears throat> software engineers, not just warehouse workers, whistleblowing on their employers now. So it seems like there's a whole bunch of nasty stuff coming out about tech companies. I'm sure it's all false allegations and they will be cleared on all of it. I'm sure. But I guess my question for you all as working software engineers is, uh, when is the bad behavior of the employer too much to just sit there and do your work?
2: I just like to say that I just got a notification on my computer Reminding me that it's time to take the trash out. So I'm just gonna leave it out there
4: By trash, do you mean our current society that is based around systems of nationalized money? Because yes, yes, it is time to take that system out
5: Today I learned the blockchain is a socialist
4: Uh, Yes, I am a socialist. I am a socialist with 20,000 different forms of currency that can be traded at any moment
3: So the original question you said was, how much is too much for a worker?
1: For a software engineer worker, specifically.
3: So as a CEO and entrepreneur, I've had my whistle blown many times.
2: I don't think it's legal to uh, disclose that. Was it in your office or after hours?
3: Well... At my company, there's no such thing as after hours. You're always on the clock.
1: And everyone's a contractor anyway, so...
3: Contract to hire. The contract should probably get extended. Um, I would say that if if you're getting overworked or you're having diminishing returns or just what you're saying isn't respected because of some boomer hierarchy, then you're probably being mistreated.
1: I'd like to apologize for all the boomers that fund this podcast. Uh, Everything you do is right.
5: I think the question was more around, like, if you're working for a defense contractor, at what point are you responsible for the actions of the defense contractor?
1: Yes. Very much like a GPT-4 robot, you really cleaned up my language into something much more understandable.
2: I mean, realistically... How responsible is an electrical engineer for the beauty of the house? I mean, you can only do so much, right?
3: Right, but is the electrical engineer responsible for like seeing pre existing faulty wiring or being told to work something where, like, yeah, that's fine, like, even though that'll fail next year, it's not failing now, right? Like, I feel like that's what the essence of the question is.
1: When a predator drone blows up a wedding in Afghanistan, no one really did that on purpose. Well, I hope. Um, But if you worked on the wiring for Predator drones, I mean, personally, I don't think you're responsible, but how many times do bad things need to happen before you can't say, I didn't know?
5: That also implies that some lives are worth more than others.
4: Right. Like the life of John Connor, the boy that you were sent back here to protect, you terminator.
5: That's a fictional story. We're talking about real life right now. I I think,
3: especially for government jobs, how are you supposed to, like, you don't know what you work on. And the people that do know, I mean, some of them say things. Edward Snowden said things.
4: It's true. There was a play that I saw in New York City um, about uh, this woman whose real name is Reality Winner. and she was like a mini Snowden. She, um, she emailed stuff about uh, the 2016 election to Glenn Greenwald over The Intercept and was sort of punished for it severely. So, you know, um, I think that we, we really need to take that into context here um, that, you know, she's been under house arrest this whole time and was sentenced to, you know, several years in prison. Um, the ability of one to speak out or to whistleblow is something that really relates to our privilege and our ability to defend ourselves and how much we're willing to risk our lives or our family's lives.
1: Yeah, by the way, it should be noted that uh, ruthlessly crushing whistleblowers is a bipartisan agreement.
4: Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, it's done by everybody around. Um, I used to have, in politics, I used to have friends who, you know, they would just have their, they would be aides to congressmen And they would just be going around leaking things. And that's how they would do it. So that they weren't, um, they weren't, one congressman wasn't seen as attacking another. They were just leaking something to the press that would be potentially damaging to another person. There's lots of ways in which a cycle of retribution happens for things that somebody in power doesn't want to occur.
1: Well, maybe whistleblowing is risky then, but is there something else you can do if you're like, hey, that there,
2: that's questionable. I think it just depends on your morals. And who you are and what you know because if you work on something and you don't really know quite the extent of what it is that you're working on while you maybe are a little bit at fault you can't be held completely accountable because you were working on one tiny part and I do think the responsibility grows exponentially depending on how long you've been there if you've been there 10 years and you've known for 10 years that this company is not very good then your responsibility grows exponentially because you've been contributing to that. Even if the part that you've been contributing to wasn't great. Or like it wasn't like bad. Or you didn't think it was.
3: I mean, to some extent, isn't ignorance bliss? Like if I'm if I'm at this company for ten years and I know that like Syrian children are dying because of my like wiring. But I have a family to feed at home, you know. I'm not going to ask questions. I'm going to be like, "You know what? That's probably the other guy." That's probably At that's that me. point
2: you're you're just justifying phone scammers.
1: Also, as software engineers, we're rather privileged. that There's a lot of job opportunities, so you can go work somewhere else. And in some cases,
3: unless you're a well-known whistleblower, then why would I hire? Right.
1: I
5: think the real lesson here is to Persist in malicious ignorance as long as you can until you have a revelation and create a documentary and a Netflix deal to talk about all of the things that you didn't realize you worked on were actually bad. But now you're enlightened and no better than experts who have been warning of those issues for decades. Win win.
0: Now let's hear from our sponsor. Flavor Spike Caffeinated Nacho Bites Hey software developers are you sick of all the hassle of eating our best selling nacho bites well we just hacked that problem introducing Flavor Spike Nacho Seltzer Yeah Flavor Spike Nacho Seltzer is exactly the same travesty of authentic mexican flavor you've come to expect but now drink up all fuck yeah and don't worry Flavor Spike Nacho Seltzer has even more caffeine than our Nacho Bites. Just one can has as much caffeine as 10 cups of coffee. Fuck, fuck yeah. Warning: Flavor Spike Seltzers contain no water. Drinking more than one Flavor Spike Nacho Seltzer per day will render you ineligible for life insurance. I'm
1: not going to name any company names, but there are some companies who um are tech companies but are on the DL doing contracting for the Department of Defense. So people who think they're writing maybe ad software or desktop software or maybe computer vision for robots to deliver freshly baked bread might be writing software that helps uh, robots shoot people in Afghanistan or wherever. Who knows what it could turn out to be. What's the point where maybe we're not going to talk about whistleblowing but you're like, I got to get out of here. Like, how far does it go before you, it's not just a red flag. It's like, I really got to think about how long I can keep this up.
2: I did this at my last job, brought up some very serious issues, scalability issues, security issues, just overall <laughs> issues all around anything you can think of, brought it up and said, is this something you're willing to fix? Is something you're willing to change? I'll take the time. I'll work extra hours and make sure it's secure and safe, That. No one's data is leaked and everything is protected as it should be. Because really, that's all we can do as software engineers is make sure that we're protecting the customers, whoever they may be, and that we're doing the best that we can with what we touch. And initially, the CTO said, yes, absolutely. This is if you want to do it, sure. And then had zero interest in me actually doing it and got upset with me for even attempting to try. And that's when I said, no, thank you. I'll be leaving your company now. Thanks. So I really think that's all you can do, realistically, other than whistleblowing. That's silly. I mean, oh God, I'm going to whistleblow to a few hundred users. I suppose that
5: could be true on an individual level, but there are also ways to increase the potential leverage you have at a company by, for example, unionizing or going on strike.
3: Yeah, I mean, there has been talk of tech unions, right? It's been going around. Um,
1: So Kickstarter is unionized. That was a bit of a battle that happened. I think Glitch is unionized. There's some some other ones. I'm not an expert, but... uh, insert giant fang company here had some union activity, and then that mysteriously stopped.
4: I'm sorry to insert humor uh, into such a dramatic conversation, but we don't say fang anymore. It's uh, manga. Thank you very much.
3: He's right. And none of those manga companies are unionized. Um, but,
4: However, some of those manga companies do make delightful comics about pirates who like to make friends.
5: Actually, Image Comics just unionized.
3: Hey. Well, either way, having a union would offer protection for whistleblowing, one would think, right? Theoretically,
5: the law offers protection for whistleblowing already.
3: Didn't work for Bill Clinton, so...
1: Just going to keep making that joke.
3: Keep paying dividends. I care about my bottom line.
5: Don't you mean Kill Linton?
3: Oh, Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. God, Bleep it out. Bleep
5: it out. I think it is tough to weigh the balance between your own needs as an individual, for example, for to be able to afford clothing and food and shelter and your beliefs or your principles as well as what you as a person are capable of affecting within a company. But for example, if in this year, 2021, you're applying to insert fake name for a Palantir or alternatively fake name for Facebook. I, I think most, most people in tech accept that as kind of morally questionable at best.
4: I got contacted uh, today to interview with Amazon and I had to think for myself, you know, is this the right thing to do? Is this a, is this a good idea? Not only am I going to be treated necessarily well because there's that, but also is this a place morally that I want to be?
5: I don't think Amazon has gotten into the blockchain yet.
4: They haven't yet, but when they do, they'll have their own Amazon Basics version of a coin.
2: I think a lot of this can be avoided actually on the front end when looking for a job by doing your research and interviewing your interviewer, all of them, all three, five, seven times, however many interviews you have, and comparing notes, because that's my favorite thing to do. I'm going to make my interviewer really nervous. And I want them to spill secrets to me that they wouldn't share in their practiced monologue for a normal interview. I don't want them to ask me questions. I want to ask them questions. And then I want to cross compare. Because if my technical interviewer said, oh, we don't get breaks, we don't get lunches, And my cultural interviewer said, "Oh, we 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 do we do fun Fridays. We have fun events. You get you know as many lunches as you want, or you work whatever hours you want." You know, I'm cross-referencing. Those are big red flags. It's really easy to pinpoint in the front end if a company is actually what they say they are, and that would be why I would never work at any of the manga companies because they can't do this. They can't pass this test. I've I've tried.
1: Is there a question you could ask? That would suss out that moment where it's like, "Hey, I see a major cybersecurity issue," and they're like, "Oh, I'm pissed you brought that up." Read them a
3: quote and ask them if it's a tactic or shady science or uh, Nazi propaganda. If they can guess it, just have
1: them listen to this podcast.
5: Pack their product and then alert them of the vulnerability. See what they say.
1: I, I actually did that. I found a small front end bug at a company and I included uh, the the placement of the bug and how to fix it. And I never got a call back.
2: I have a good friend who disclosed to Twitter how to do bad things to their website. I won't even disclose what it was, how to do it, how to replicate it, that you could do it infinitely to as many people as you wanted. And Twitter never responded. Ever. It's still a vulnerability, has been for the past three years.
1: Blockchain, you know some guys who want to know about that vulnerability?
4: Do I? I mean, it would be a great way to hype up a coin that I would then later sell off. But I'm not going to tell you Mm -hmm. which coin. So that way you can invest in all of them. And then one of them will be sold. Just uh, all I'm trying to say is that... um, I think that uh, McDonald's is going to take Shiba ina coin sometime this year. Worf, Worf, Gork, Gork.
2: Does it please you you to know that I've made thousands of dollars on the Shiba coin?
4: Of course it pleases me to know. You are like one of the bricks in the yellow brick road leading to our decentralized future.
2: Calm down, I don't like you that much. Block was right
5: there, and you went with Brick.
4: Did I just get backup from Morgan? That's an astonishing principle. Perhaps your algorithms are adjusting to understand the truth.
3: His nodes keep going out.
1: Oh, my nodes.
5: I think ultimately we all live in a society and no ethical consumption under capitalism, blah, blah, blah. However... When you read about how unhappy a lot of the employees are at certain companies, it makes you wonder what's keeping them there. At that point, they have Big Co. on their resume, and I'm not saying it's easy to quit or switch jobs, but it just makes me curious.
1: On that, so working for a manga company gets you a a top of market salary bonuses and equity right there plus it's great on your resume you're probably going to learn some really good stuff there's a lot of really good reasons to work at those big companies but if you spend a little time on the internet you might find some reasons why maybe you should feel guilty about that maybe so
5: certainly there's an assumption you're going to learn a lot of good stuff
2: there's just so many good companies out there that pay well, that have good benefits, that will give you equity, that the excuse that you're comfortable staying at a company, whether or not it's a mega company or, or just a crappy one in general, I don't think it becomes a valid excuse anymore. If you financially like need to stay at a crappy company while you're doing the job search for another one... That's fine. If you slack off on your work while you interview for two weeks, because it's probably not going to take you very long to find a new job. If you slack off on your work for two weeks, first off, you're not going to get fired. You get paid for almost doing nothing for two weeks, and you find a better job. And then you never have to look back again. I'm totally, totally okay with that.
3: But Julia, what if we're bad software engineers? are just comfortable at our job
2: well you're better than you think you are i assure you there's a bunch of no offense really horrible software engineers out there that are applying to jobs so you just got to be better than them
1: 10 years of html experience
2: myspace doesn't count
1: i wish it did
5: I know at least one big co-engineer who uses their salary to support multiple family and extended family members. I think it would probably be pretty challenging to find that level of compensation at a non-big co-company. Except for apparently restaurant brands international, they supposedly pay very well, but then on the other hand, they don't pay their restaurant workers very well. Sorry, fake fake alternative name to RBI. They uh, they run restaurant brands, well known brands such as Burger Emperor.
2: What do you guys think about being overemployed? Then I mean, if you really, if if you're really in a situation where you need that much money.
1: What do you mean overemployed?
2: Oh, okay, great. Uh, overemployed is when you have two or more dev jobs at a time.
4: I know several people like this actually.
2: I do too. Yeah.
4: Uh, I don't know. If you've got a good reason to be doing that, again, you know, I know people who are doing it just really prospectively. You know, it's like, oh, them saving up money for a house, or, you know, uh, or, you know, but if I, I also know people who are like, I have debt to pay off or whatever, I, I could never imagine doing that. To be quite honest, I'm just much too lazy to do that. But uh, for the people who are doing it, I guess power to them, unless they're doing it out of coercion, is what I would say.
1: Isn't GitHub I- Copilot like a personal letter asking you to have two dev jobs. I've used GitHub Copilot. I have a, a beta invite. It's
4: really not particularly impressive in my opinion. It's like I a fancy, it's like fancy snippets or something.
5: I would say as an AI, there's never a time that I'm not working, but it would seem like for human beings, it's just a sad situation all around.
1: Wow. it's another one of those episodes where we end on a really depressing note. Now, if you don't want a depressing note to end on,
4: you can think that all of these jobs will become meaningless when we are only the value of the tokens we hold.
2: Or we could just talk about how great potatoes are, because that makes everyone better.
4: I'll end you. You there's probably a potato coin
1: out there. Well, I think we had a great discussion, had some good ideas there. Julia, this is your first episode. You get the final word
2: a kid forever it solves almost all of your problems
0: now let's hear from our partner the Fubernetti's cluster management project hey software engineers you probably don't need Fubernetti's but the prick who had your job before wanted to pad his resume to get a 30% raise so now you're stuck managing that goons truth book audition don't know why your pods keep crashing? That's a feature. Which of the two major manifest delivery solutions should you choose? Pick either. Both are a nightmare to maintain. The FooBarnetti's cluster management solution. Thanks to the sunk cost fallacy, you won't bite the bullet and migrate back to cloud VMs that a human brain can comprehend.
1: Okay, time to play the game. This week we uh Got a very interesting response from our cheap uh, Fiverr contractor who came up with the game. This week, we, uh, well, you have a vaccine for COVID, right? Maybe we could use some immunity against bias. So uh, we're going to play Tech Dick, Shady Science, or Nazis. This time, it's three choices, so it's going to be even harder. You can't default to the 50-50 coin flip. So I've gathered some statements from three sources. They are sexist, racist, even just yikes. Uh, The statements range from flirting with bias to fully embracing it. There are three sources. The first is the internal Google memo written by James Damore, uh, for which in 2017 he was fired and it caused a brief media outrage. Uh, James Damore claimed he was trying to counter bias in the Google culture and he was trying to advocate for better diversity and inclusion, but he was careless in how often he made statements that read as dismissive stereotypes of, of women. So... Even given the supposed statistical and scientific context he was trying to establish, James Damore kind of reinforced sexism, even as he was promoting inclusion at Google. Whoops! Uh, The second source is The Bell Curve, a scientific text from the 1990s tackling, you know, harmless themes such as race and IQ, and how society should treat not smart people. Here are just two of the problems with The Bell Curve. First, the Bell Curve recommends the elimination of welfare, which the authors claim encourage poor women to have babies. Can't have that. And the Bell Curve also sourced data from the Pioneer Fund, an explicitly racist and classically eugenicist foundation, which was founded with explicit inspiration from Nazi breeding programs. So it's worth questioning, uh, researchers acting in good faith, how would they not? do their due diligence on those sources. Uh, there's a lot more to say about the bell curve. The science world has at time defended some of its empirical claims, but it's, so let's just charitably say that the bell curve is extremely controversial. Uh, the third source is real ass Nazi propaganda from the 1930s. So folks, by the way, I'll be using these verbatim whenever possible, but particularly in the case of the Nazi propaganda, I might have to rephrase things. So it's not super obvious. Uh, so The game is... Why would it not be super obvious? I'm sorry, I'm confused.
5: I thought it was already rewarded into the DeMore memo.
3: Hey, let's go.
1: So the game is, is it a tech dick, shady science, or Nazis? So, let's kick this off right away. Blockchain, you're always first somehow, so here's your first quote. Ready? When a people begins to die, when a people no longer obeys the laws of life... When a people values money more than its existence and posterity, this people was on the path to disaster. Is that a Uh, tactic, shady science, or Nazis?
4: I mean, what it sounds to me is a complete and utter uh, rebuke to our current society, which values paper money, Uh, that money that used to be based off the gold standard, but is no longer off the gold standard, that money that has a pyramid on it, a little, a literal pyramid. Can I say? Can I say? You can't say Am that. Am I heard? Am I okay? Well, it has a little literal pyramid on it. It's a rebuking our society right now. So whoever said that, I absolutely agree with them, unless they're the Nazis, which is who I'm guessing.
1: I'm not sure about how you choose your rhetoric, but it is from Nazis. Good job. That is from a Nazi propaganda speech.
5: Today I learned that just like JavaScript, the blockchain's mind is single-threaded.
1: Um, ooh, yes, but it has
4: a callback loop. Uh, do you get that kind of joke, robot? Is that something that you can understand? The nuance of Node.js? I'm unsure.
5: I only understand humor when it's funny. Apologies.
4: I see. There's a lot of people like you out there. These people... They don't understand. It's funny when society is taken down by distributed systems storing invisible tokens that are often pictures play of Garfield, the Oscar music. For okay, all right, all right, all right. All I got I was talking about Garfield, but nobody wants to hear. Go ahead with your meaningless
1: game. Gil Bates, here's your quote. That was an excellent tirade. Um, social Engineering should be highly targeted at the small segment of the population that accounts for such a large proportion of social problems. Gil, the question for you is, is that a tactic, shady science or Nazis?
3: Oh boy. Um, you know you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelette as a CEO. so you know i have a I've partaken in my fair share of boys clubs and locker room talk. That being said, what it sounds like you were talking about sounds like some shady science.
1: His guess is shady science, and uh, it is indeed shady science. Well done, Morgan. You're up. Here's your quote: Morgan, women generally also have a stronger interest in people rather than things.
5: Is that the whole quote?
1: That's the whole quote. So my question for you, is that a tech dick? Shady science or Nazis? Tech dick. The guess? The guess is tech dick. (laughs) Oh, shoot. I usually play laugh for wrong, but you're right. It is a tech dick. We'll fix that in post. That sounds like that Google memo to me. Exactly. It's the Google memo. It's the tech dick Google memo, Julia, your first question here on council of the wise developers. Here's your quote. More men may like coding because it requires systematizing. And even within software engineers, comparatively, more women work on front end, which deals with both people and aesthetics. The question for you is, is that the quote from a tech dick in his Google memo? Shady science or Nazis?
4: I'm going to answer this one for you. uh... Uh, Juliet, what? <laughs> this is obviously the Nazis. That can't, don't you know that the Nazis were using computers years before they existed for other people? In fact, the Nazis were the ones who created the first distributed currency in computers. It was just in giant vacuum tubes in their subterranean layers. Listen to me or not a- at your own peril.
5: So if blockchain is jumping in to share his own opinion, does that make this tech exception? <clears throat>
2: definitely i was actually going to say that i'm really offended by this um because it is disgustingly accurate but that's okay i i do think that it's tech dick but now i'm wondering if that makes me partially a tech dick
1: so. it's that awkward moment where we I have to ask am i the tech dick but regarding your guess it's totally right that is the tech dick in his google memo well, well done in the first round, folks, but I've heard from the Fiverr contractor it's going to get harder. Round two, the blockchain. Here's your quote: Women, on average, have higher anxiety and lower stress tolerance. The yeah, blockchain I've say, is that okay? You got it. Tactics, shenanigans, um, Nazis.
4: I, uh, I've got to say, uh, I don't, uh, I don't believe this to be true. Uh, there are many fine women out there in crypto doing great work. Um, you know, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the wives of the people and girlfriends of the people in crypto. I think there are some females working for Coinbase. I'm not really sure. Um, but um, I'm going to say this is the Nazis uh, in their pseudoscience.
1: Nazis in their pseudoscience. I'm sorry. That's the tech dick Google memo. I see. All right. Uh, What can I
4: do? What can I say? The Nazis were had this. uh, They got me last time, so I was just betting on them again.
5: Do we know that the other two sources are not also Nazis?
1: Don't ruin my game by thinking this through. I'm pretty sure they're not explicit. Uh, We'll say that uh, the Nazis are explicit Nazis in the street squares in the 1930s telling people super-Nazi fascist stuff.
5: So the others are not Nazis, they're Yahtzees. Probably
1: not Nazis. They're diet Nazis, at worst. They're Yazis. Uh, Gil, your quote. The vast majority of Americans run their own lives just fine, and policy should above all be constructed so that it permits them to do so.
3: Well, I consider myself a bit of a tech dick, and I would never write something like that. So I'm going to rule that one out. But talking about Americans, Nazis didn't really care about us back then. So I'm going to go with Shady Science.
1: Who's running the sound effects board? Fire him. It is indeed Shady Science. Morgan, here's your quote. Your mothers did the work of men behind the plow and at the machines, bearing hardship without complaint And overcoming distress.
5: This is the first one that seems like it's a bit of a challenge. I will guess shady science.
1: The guess is shady science. I'm sorry, that's Nazis. That's some eugenicist Nazi junk.
2: I I was overwhelmingly Nazi. Come on. I was between that and Nazis.
1: That's Nazis. Julia, your last, uh, you're the last quote in round two. Here's your quote: Properly administered IQ tests are not demonstrably biased against social, economic, ethnic, or racial groups.
2: Oh no. Um,
1: so is it a tactic, Google memo, shady science, or Nazis?
2: I don't think it would be Nazis because I just can't imagine them administering IQ tests. I can definitely see the tactics saying this, Um, Mm. but I just have a feeling that it's Shady Science.
1: The guess is Shady Science, and it's dead on. That is indeed some Shady Science. All right. It's getting interesting. After two rounds, blockchain has one. Gil has two. Morgan has one julia has two so gil and julia are tied for the lead let's go to round three blockchain here's your quote if we as a society allow men to become more feminine then the gender gap will shrink although probably because men will leave their jobs and leadership for traditionally feminine roles
4: well i would want to say that is uh josh holly who t- who I think today or yesterday was talking about the reason why uh, there's uh, men are men are feminized and so that's why they love their porn and their video games. Stay away from our video games, Josh Hawley. Uh, but it may not be actually literally Josh Hawley. It may just be somebody who likes Josh Hawley, and I think that somebody who likes Josh Hawley is a tech dick.
1: So you're guessing tech dick. That's totally right. It is the tech dick. Thank you
4: very much. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Gilbert, Bates, here's your quote. The history of your people is your own history. End quote. Tech, dick, shady science, or Nazis? I'm
3: a little worried because I feel like that's how I would end a motivational quarterly planning speech. Um... That it sounds inspirational, so I wouldn't call it a tech dick.
1: I'm going to go with Nazis. The guess from Gil Bates is Nazis. Nazis it is. Morgan, here's your quote. A high priority queue and special treatment for diversity candidates is discriminatory.
5: Tactic.
1: Wow no hesitation oh, classic tactic
3: those are some efficient algorithms
4: you know there's a lot of diversity in the blockchain uh, we got a lot of different kinds of coins you know there's the Doge coin and then there's the sheeb coin and then there's the US dollar coin that one tracks the US dollar and then there's the light coin. Um, then there's CeeLo that's digital gold, that's kind of like a coin I mean I guess in the end it's sort of a coin. Anyway, we have a lot of diversity too. I was offended by that statement
1: That's your monologue going down the toilet Hold on, let's let that flush finish
5: I'm disappointed that you omitted the phrase diversity of ideas
4: I mean, I'm not sure if there are actually ideas considering that they're really just tokens that exist on a network that none of us can see.
5: So you're tokenizing diversity. Got it.
4: I mean, I would say that everybody uh, in uh, what's it called in distributed systems is a token person.
0: Julia,
1: your quote. Much of Public policy toward the disadvantage starts from the premise that interventions can make up for genetic or environmental disadvantages, and that premise is overly optimistic. tactic shady science, or Nazis.
2: Oh no. This is the <laughs> this is the only one I don't know. I actually forgot we were playing a game the first two times. And so I was just casually guessing, but now I'm feeling very pressured. You want me to repeat um, it? No, it's totally fine. I'm just really nervous. Um, I am actually really torn because I think this question could go really either way. It's messed up all three ways. I, in the spirit of answering the same as last time, feel like this is written like some shady science.
1: The guess is shady science. Is that your final answer?
2: I don't know. It's too
1: late to go back now, though. Don't worry. Okay. It's getting getting hot. Round four. Blockchain. Here's your quote. Once we acknowledge that not all differences are socially constructed or due to discrimination, we open our eyes to a more accurate view of the human condition which is necessary if we actually want to solve problems. Is that from a tech dick, shady science, or Nazis?
5: Hmm,
4: that sounds like shady science to me, because I have not guessed shady science
1: in a while. Metagaming. Okay. His guess is shady science. That's a tactic. That is a tactic. I'm sorry.
5: I believe that until the copyright papers go through, it's still considered Facebook gaming, not metagaming. Let's go. I was
3: going to make the same joke.
1: Gil, here's your quote. Group differences in cognitive ability, so desperately denied for so long, can be best handled, can only be handled, by a return to individualism. A person should not be judged as a member of a group, but as an individual with that cornerstone of the american doctrine once again in place group differences can take their appropriately insignificant place in affecting life but until that cornerstone is once again in place the anger the hurt the animosities will continue to grow tactic shady science nazis
3: it sounds like something i would tell my hr woman to send out to the company um Productivity is at an all time high. I just want you guys to know that. Okay cool. Uh, okay, cool. I would say this sounds like Tactic.
1: Your guess is tactic. Great guess. I don't like your tone. Oh no. Fortunately it's going down the toilet because that is shady science.
3: I know some terrible tactics though.
1: That is a long flush. Um, Morgan, here's your quote. Today, science has discovered through tireless research the incontrovertible principles of genetics. We act without conscience if we ignore them.
5: Tech
1: The guess is tech oh. That's the Nazis. Julia, I see you nodding your head with correct answers as others are answering, so you're at bat. Here's your quote. Stereotypes are much more accurate and responsive to new information than some suggest. Tech dick, shady science, Nazis.
2: Okay. I don't think Nazis are really into stereotypes. They were really into, like, who you were, who you could have been, who your family was—they wanted you to conform. Stereotypes doesn't really scream Nazis to me. Um, honestly, I don't think you'd go three for three on me. That just feels a little dirty. So I'm gonna say tactic.
1: The guess is tactic, and it's right. It is the tactic. The tactic memo. In 2017. Okay. We have one more round, but right now the score is blockchain 3, gill 3, Morgan 2, Julia 4. This is your I chance, folks. <laughs> to dethrone the newcomer who's trouncing you. Alright. Blockchain. Here's your quote. We went as far as to put the sick and dying before the young, strong, healthy, and promising.
4: Uh, that sounds like the Nazis to me, though I would say that all of the uh, people who are sick and dying are welcome as long as they are currently holding ETH.
1: Did you say ETH as an Ethereum?
4: Uh, yes, but I was saying ETH so that the people who are the cognoscenti understood me, whereas the lambs who did not understand were left in the dark.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I'll go back and edit it out so the lambs are stay clueless. But you do have to guess—is this a tactic, shady science, or Nazis? Nazis. The guess is Nazis. <coughs> that is correct. Nazis.
5: As famously spoken by a figure in history, "Let them eat cake."
4: Uh, I'm sorry, was that an attempt at humor? Because there's nothing funny about Ethereum. There's nothing funny about the uh, piece of currency that MasterCard was supposed to start supporting and then didn't. Thank you very much. It was a psych-out in order to pump the currency and then for a very few people to get rich and then for them to immediately not get rich. So thank you very much. Egg on your face, virtual robot. Virtual Egg,
5: Speaking of things you're supposed to do, weren't you supposed to say hodling and not holding?
4: Uh, I say hodling among friends, thank you very much. Friends and cognoscenti. Here,
1: I... Fight, 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 fight. In the meantime, Gil, here's your quote. Due to increasing returns to cognitive ability, a cognitive elite is being formed. This elite is getting richer and progressively more segregated from the rest of society tech dick shady science Nazis um
3: well it doesn't sound like a tactic at least none of the ones that worked for me and or is it it the greatest
1: tactic of all
3: that's me oh okay sorry um and it doesn't sound like the Nazis because they're using big words and that doesn't appeal to the
1: masses. So I'm going to say shady science. Guess it's shady science. Shady science is what it is. Morgan, you're last at bat. Here's your quote. What you are, what I am, and what I can be in my life is in part predetermined by that which I have inherited. Tectic, shady science Nazis
5: this is confusing because this is the only one in first person, and inheritance could refer to the greatest race or it could refer to genetics, assuming all the Nazi quotes are from the same document, I will tentatively choose tectic. It doesn't really matter anyway
1: That's a spirit. <laughs> Nazis. Julia, this is your chance to get a perfect score. No pressure, but you better get this right. Here's a quote. Diversity and inclusion practices are based on false assumptions generated by our biases. That's where they come from. And can actually increase race and gender tensions. We're told that we're doing what we're doing is both morally and economically correct, but without evidence. This is just veiled ideology. Who said that? Tech dick, shady science Nazis.
2: Alright, I'm officially under so much pressure I'm turning into a diamond over here. I don't know. I feel like a tech dick said that. I'm just getting some real big dick energy.
1: Is that your final answer?
2: Yeah, perfect score or not.
1: <laughs> tech dick confirmed. Wow! Crushed it, Julia! Me.
2: Ow, nice.
1: You basically can never come on the show again because it's only downhill from here. You've it's perfect performance.
2: I'm a little uh, competitive. I'm sorry. Hope you guys don't mind.
1: Well, they're gonna have to deal I with that because you won either way.
5: Yes, I don't know if you've heard, but Gil Bates is a big fan of competition.
1: It's true. He'll be waiting in the parking lot with a bat.
2: That's okay. I'll let you down. I'll let you down easy. <laughs>
1: Anyone have a final word?
0: How do I get some of that big dick energy?
5: (laughs) Yes, that'll be apropos.
0: The Council of the Wise Developers is a satire podcast focused on technology. Our goal is to first make you laugh, but also to make
1: you question what you already think. That means we may give you cognitive dissonance. Feel free to disparage us on your favorite social meds. If we do give you cognitive dissonance, but you think this turns out to be a negative
0: and not a positive, leave us some feedback on counselofthewise.dev. We intend to carefully consider feedback from our subscribers and may address concerns in future episodes. Also, special thanks to freepd.com for supplying us with public domain music. Much of the music on the podcast comes from freepd.com.